Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm good. What was... I keep bringing these weird accents (laughs) from week to week now. (laughs) What country are we from today? I don't know. I don't know. Where are we broadcasting from? (laughs) (laughs) Broadcasting live from the moon. There you go. I don't know what accent they have over there. I don't either. Yeah, that's good. Send them an email. Send them an an email email. on the moon. (laughs) That is the topic for today. So It is. Well, good morning, listeners. Good morning. So this episode is inspired by a recent experience that I had, actually a couple of recent experiences that I've had both directly and through a friend of mine, where I don't know about you, Dad, but I have, I think we talked a little bit about the Weber situation, right? Mm -hmm. Several months ago. Right. And like just impressive customer service. That was Weber, Weber Grills. Yeah. Yeah. So, so listeners, this podcast episode is inspired by a recent experience I had working with a brand that I work with often. And when I say work with, I mean shop with. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is not work related right now. Trust me, shop is in capital letters. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say a brand that I invest in quite frequently Mm -hmm. and have had a couple of experiences recently where, you know, it's are you having a good experience? If you're not having a good experience, how do you get attention? How do you get the right people's attention or people that you would think, how many times have you said to yourself, dad, like, you know, oh, CEO, they're not going to care about this. Like, you know, they don't think about an order that's placed or a customer that calls in. And maybe that's the case. But listeners, this episode is inspired by a couple of recent experiences where a customer experience was challenging and the response that I took was to go ahead and send an email to the CEO. So (laughs) aren't you brave (laughs) long way of saying, and, and I've talked about this in the past, right? Like, yes, we, we oftentimes think, okay, CEO or somebody like they're, they're probably too busy to worry about little things. What we want to talk about this morning is how do you, when you have something that is important to you or that you feel like there's some kind of injustice, if you will, Mm -hmm. or something that isn't right or that you need addressed or you want addressed, how do you communicate or email specifically to get somebody's attention, somebody that is important attention, somebody that their time is in high demand? How do you get that person's attention? And this is inspired by a couple of experiences recently where I was a part of, you know, either helped to craft a message that went to a CEO of a very large brand um, or crafted one myself. And and both of them got action. Well, tell us about it. So does this resonate with you, Dad? Am I talking no, nonsense? No, I want to I, I hear what it is that you wrote that got attention because... I think all of us, whether we're trying to get a prospect to do something, a sales thing, or 
you're agitated with customer service and you've reached the end of your rope with a product or you know something and you want to reach out beyond that how do you do it so that you don't come across like a bitch or a pain in the ass or a real sob where that you get dumped into well that's a disgruntled customer right and and that is exactly why i wanted to have this episode because i think for us, there's a way to do it, mm -hmm. and obviously a way to do it that that gets action. Yeah, and so tell me nobody, about. Okay, so so let me. I'll tell you about yeah. my personal recent right. experience here. Right. So, a brand that many of you may know I love uh, is Rulala. I shop with them often. <laughs> you know, like how I was beating around the bush before, and now I'm like Rulala. <laughs> I shop with them often. Um, to the the point where it's like a joke among friends and definitely not Brad's favorite boxes to see no. at the front door. No. There's usually one or two in the foyer that's mm -hmm. either packed up to go back or ready to be received. So um, my foyer is a bit of a receiving department for the Rulala shopping. But I love this brand. I've shopped with them for probably 10 years. So recently I've been noticing... You know, and, and rightfully so with the last couple of years, customer service, you know, things have changed a little bit and I get it, right? That's kind of the nature of life right now. But the problem was the first person that I got on the phone was not a very nice customer service rep. So it started kind of off on the wrong foot where instead of it being an accommodating like, hey, you know what, Christina, you're a great customer, but I, I can't execute another exception for you because you've passed your limit and to that point i would have said okay i appreciate that right, so it wasn't the no it was how the no was delivered exactly right. so we've talked in other episodes about delivery is everything mm -hmm. right or like last week i think in you know setting the tone during a conversation or a meeting the tone was set in a negative way yeah so anyway, all of a sudden, I'm feeling like the thing I love or have loved about this brand is the customer experience has just always been amazing. You call, you have a problem, it's easy. And, Once and, it becomes and you uneasy. And you purchase much more than you return. So that oh, this yeah. isn't a situation that... You know, you've just returned, return, 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 and no, I whatever. mean, I have yeah. a borderline problem. So, like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> if it was like gambling or like you know drinking, I'd be going to meetings. You'd be but in a twelve-step program. Yeah, right, right. yeah. So, I mean, okay. So, what did you write? So, what did so you anyway, do? so that was the whole thing, right? Like, as soon as something stops being easy, then it's hard, and then all of a sudden, that brand that you feel pretty passionate about, all of a sudden, you're passionate about the reverse, right? Mm -hmm. So I talked to the, the two people and I was like, okay, this, this is kind of a problem because this brand that I love, they're not operating like the brand that I know and love. So I, I looked up their CEO's name and sent him an email. And this is where, guys, I want to start talking about how do you email to get attention and results and an outcome? And it's not so much about the email that I sent, because I think anybody can do this. But the first thing that I thought about is what would be a compelling subject line? Because if the CEO is going to read this and look at it, because I'm sure I'm not the first person that was ever like, let me email the CEO. Right. But if he's going to read it and if he's going to take note of it, what's something that might get his attention? So instead of like employee complaint or you know, disgruntled customer or something like that, I put 
why I'm breaking up with Rulala in the subject line. Cute. Now, I don't know if you would have opened that or if it would have looked like spam, but think about something that's going to resonate. If it's something that, like, what can you tie without it being disingenuous? What can you tie to the situation that happened that is something that might be on their priority list? So I don't know if this is something that's been an issue before where he's seen, you know, okay, we're having customer experience issues, but I put it out there just broadly breaking up with. Why am I breaking up with them? It was kind of like cheeky, whatever. Is it something that's going to get their attention? We'll come up with something, something cute or something relevant to the, to the issue, but is not what everybody else says. Exactly. Right. And then I would think about it being short and sweet, right? Right. So I would think about, you know, a subject line that's like under 10, 10 words, something short, sweet, compelling, and tied in with likely some kind of corporate objective. Mm-hmm. So think about what, what's important to that customer right now, the company right now, what's important to a person, if it's a personal note. Well, well they, they exist through the relationship. So it's a relationship that you continue with and you continue to buy. So breaking up is not a good thing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that was a good, cho- a good choice of words. Right. I thought so. Pat myself on the back. Well, right evidently, there. because <laughs> listeners, I think she got a good positive outcome. So. Yeah. So, so then the next thing is like the body of the text. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I think the work is to be done. Because what is your initial, like when I wrote my email, I was freaking pissed. Mm-hmm. This, you know what, is like making my life hard, put me on hold for 13 minutes to get to somebody to ultimately tell me no refund was in the cards. And that I couldn't talk to anyone else about it. She was like the end all be all within Rulala. So I was like all fired up, right? And granted, I spent way too much time on this. <laughs> Believe me, I was very proud of the outcome. But when I told uh, when I told my husband Brad about it, he was like, "So how much time did you spend on this?" I was like, "Way more than I should have." <laughs> but the point is, when you get to the body of your email, when you're all fired up, the instinct is to start venting in your email right right and to like throw all of like the wrongdoings and everything that's happened into this note that is the worst way to get an outcome or response because then you just sound like an angry complaining person so i would suggest as you're thinking about the body of your text almost look at it as a coaching experience or an opportunity to like, you know, when you're giving feedback, you think about the good things that happen first, right? So, you know, I called attention to just like how much I love their brand and what I've loved about their brand for the last 10 years and how much I've been shouting that brand from the rooftops. And that is no lie. So basically you were hitting on longevity, referrals, and enjoying the the process of this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I literally was painting the picture that Rulala is like a good, bad, or indifferent part of my life in that, you know, I right. recommend so, it to friends. Right. My so, husband hates it. So, okay, so basically you're breaking up and now you're saying all of the wonderful things about this relationship. It's like, this is, sounds like you're breaking up. You know, yeah, with, but I with didn't end with relationship. like. I didn't end with like, it's not you, it's me. I ended with, it's, it's you. Not me, it's you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So I think start with the positives. Nobody cares about helping somebody that just seems like a pain in the ass, right? So if you were reading the note, you'd say, okay, 
yeah, they really liked our brand. And those are all the things I believe our brand did stand for. And then I shared the experience, you know, over the last couple of years, the experience has changed. Here's kind of what I've experienced quickly. Mm -hmm. And then shared, you know, I I didn't even ask for anything. I just shared kind of, this is what it is. This is what I was asking for. This was kind of the experience I had. And, you know, hey, I thought that you might want to know about this in case that experience doesn't align with the experience that you're hoping your customers enjoy with Rulala. Got it. And then basically was like, take care. <laughs> Thank and you for a wonderful 10 years. Bye. Thanks for a good 10 years. You know, I hope you can understand why mm-hmm. I'll be bringing my loyalty somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And with that, the customer response or the company response was right away and everything that I had experienced in the past with this brand. Right. Okay. So anyway, this was like a really long venting session to but- say there's a way to do it. And it's actually a lot of fun when you start kind of thinking about like, how can I help them to not have other people make, you know, have this experience? Because if it's a brand you care about, they need to know about these things. Right. So you're, it's a nice model. I like your model because first of all, that subject line has to be unique, something that doesn't just go into the disgruntled customer box, so to speak, and compels that executive to read the, the email. But then you started out, if there's almost a one, two, three pattern, describe the positive relationship, explain the deterioration of that, and then also the, the magic in that email was that you did not ask for anything and you just said, I'm doing this as a favor. You know, I took my time. I could have just said, forget it and trashed you to 50 people, but I'm taking the time to let you know this you know, thank you for a wonderful 10 years and you sign your name. And I think that that's the, that's the power because, you know, I, I don't know the statistic, but there's a million statistics about the customer who complains, we get annoyed with, but behind them, there's like 50 people who had the same lousy service. And, and just didn't say anything and stopped shopping with you. Sh- stopped shopping and trashed you to another yep. 50 people each. Like, so 5,000 people or whatever that comes out to, you know. So, and I'm making those numbers up. I don't know what it is, but. But that's also where you need to have some kind of like brand affinity in order to care enough to do that. If it was a brand that I just shopped with at one point, you know, at one point in time, that was my experience. I wouldn't be bothered to do that. But I'm like, man, I I love this brand. I don't want to stop shopping with you. Right. But man, this experience turned me off, you know. Correct. And like, it's an exception, not a rule. So, you know, and, and it had gotten to be a little bit of a pattern. So it's like. How do I address this so it actually gets somewhere? Because right. all I was seeing was like these people. I can't even say I feel like they've taken the note down, mm-hmm. right? Like, but that's I was winning, saying like right? you know I'm not going to shop with you guys anymore if this is the way you handle things. Well, all right. Yeah. I'm like that doesn't feel like the way that they would want to handle this. <laughs> no, exactly. So you paint, and and I like the model, and the model works. It's replicatable, which is what I like about it. You also use that, if I'm not mistaken, with you helped a friend out, and without. The whole not that I don't want to hear your whole story, but without no, the whole I won't story, go into another no. diatribe. But you you also came up with creative writing a little yeah, bit. I see that. <laughs> um, you came up with a creative way to grab the attention of another major company. Where, and by the way, they don't always read the emails. They have people that read them, right? But they're culled, you know. So if you get something that's unique to that reader, 
Right. They, they then give it to the to the president. So the example that I just gave was a fun one, right? right. Like a brand and and trying, you know, and when you want to get something like personally, but I think the the whole topic of thinking through how you can get attention in email is a really important one. And mm -hmm. I think about this being in sales or dealing with customers, trying to get in front of people, that is huge. So all of that same stuff applies. And maybe that's why kind of bringing that into my personal life, as I was thinking about how can I change this with this brand that I love, a lot of like the things that I think about at work, right? Like, well, okay, if I want to get in front of somebody, what's a creative way that maybe they will open this email instead of putting Correct. it in the junk, just like everything else? Right. What's a way for me to show up and not be viewed as spam, but be viewed as something that's worth reading? So it's those same things. Like, I mean, subject line is everything, right? Mm -hmm. But then once they decide that that subject line was worthy enough for them to click into it, then you got to have something there that they can that that implores them to do a little it, something more. Right. It's nothing, nothing different than seeing a, an impressive movie title on Netflix or something and a great graphic and then starting the movie and it doesn't catch you, you know, right away. It's got to hold you for a little bit. Right. So you get right. into the character. So you're you're right in sales. That subject line has to get me to read the email. But once I start reading, don't lose me in going off into a million things. Yeah. And and I have to applaud as, as part of this leaders, because from what I've seen, you know, and I think that's when you know it's a great brand. And sometimes any any good brand, sometimes along the way, there's challenges with execution. Mm -hmm. But you know it's a good brand when the CEO or an executive cares about an individual experience because they recognize that all these micro experiences make up ultimately their whole brand reputation. Right. And you don't know also, you might have sent this email and gotten a response. But it also could be that that CEO or whoever the head is of support or whatever got 10, 15, 20, 30 others that echoed the same thing. You actually could affect change at that company. Well, I don't I won't give myself that much credit. But Mark McWeeny, if you are listening, thank you. I have lots of respect for you. And I very much love the Rulala brand. So, yeah, I don't know. Shout out to Mark McWeeny and... Uh, wow, so if they're listening, you may get a big package at your door. I'll get a big package at my door whether they're <laughs> listening or not. <laughs> at least one you may have to pay for. So. <laughs> that was good. So I hope you don't mind my summary of what you did. You know, the attention, you grabbed attention, but creatively and used the word breakup or, or you know, something that just... You know, like well, I get thinking sales about messages. Priorities. Where, what would right. you answer? You know, what are your priorities that like if you yeah. saw something in the well, in the tagline, what would. Right. Well, for example, I, I don't know you know, how many people send me emails that say checking in. Yeah, never. You're going to you're yeah, not going to checking in. What, not, not that you don't deserve my time, but checking in. What does that mean? But when I see people, salespeople that send me. For example, compelling uh, art, like relevant to what they were selling, but maybe this might be timely for you at this at this time, you know, for, you know, whatever that service is. 
hey, thought of you, uh, noticed, you know, whatever, or they were reading something that my company put on LinkedIn and respond to, you know, to that you follow? Yeah, and maybe like a step further, instead of thought of you, maybe mm -hmm. I might be thinking about sustainability might be on your priority list or right. supplier diversity, you know, like, just something, know, something, something that, that, that like, would... you can look at a company and figure mm -hmm. out what are their priorities and then kind of figure out how do you align what. And again, it has to tie into the body because there's nothing worse than a clickbait. Like nobody well, likes what, that. Exactly, exactly. And you're not going to get, you know, there, there's plenty of people <laughs> that come up with a super catchy subject line, but you have to make sure that it's not disingenuous because yeah. again, this wasn't how do you email to get an open? It was how do you email to get attention results and an outcome? Correct. And you're not going to get that by clickbait. Right. So if you if you had this really wonderful thing, you know, sustainability or or trends, you and know, trends that affect is, you, hey, and, just it says, in. and it says, <laughs> or yeah, or you know, flash sale, you know, this, this weekend only, you know, whatever. Uh, no, no, that's you just took a stock email and you played with the subject line with the right. uh, yeah subject line so so good Very so yeah good. so i think the the summary of it is we talked about the subject line but then in the body don't complain be productive in right. what you're sharing mm -hmm. give them a solution and try and help them to solve a problem and i think through that you'll get a lot more of an outcome than by just venting and airing all of your grievances i right. use that again now so Correct. come to them with like a productive, tell a story, you know, share, share the positive as well as the challenge. And I think you will uh, have a much better outcome. Good job. Good job. And you're happy with Rula Law. So I love Rula Law. So it's, it was a, you know, it was a, every relationship has their bumps and we just got over, you know, our, maybe like our right. 10 year uh, hump here. Who's better than you? <laughs> Wherever you are. Whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. Dad, I'm going to challenge you to start being more creative with the subject lines and emails you send me. So if you don't get responses, that's why. Yeah, I'm going to put, <laughs> open it, damn it. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank Bye, you. Bye, everyone.